This is Drift. This is Fire Set It Dead. I'm here with Cook. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Stella tonight. It's a it's a great ship. It opens up a lot of research that affects pretty much your whole game. And so we're going to be talking about that. Um, so why is it important? Well, once you get into the Rogue store, it opens up an, an entire new research tree for you. And a lot of that research affects other aspects in your game. Um, I'm trying to open that up now. But one thing in particular that some of my favorite stuff is the efficiency research. Before we even get into the efficiency research on all of that, though, um, Stellas are a very important feature of the game that people need to start working on if they are below level 28 so that they can be ready by level 27 to start building it. As Drift was saying, it's got an important research tree. Uh, that research tree is critical to your success from the moment it starts all the way throughout the game. Um, yes, it gives you efficiencies, just like all the other trees do, which is awesome. It um, saves you uh, materials and resources and components. It also improves your station defenses and your uh, ship output and all around will make your gameplay much better. Um, but how do you get started with that in the early levels? There's a couple ways to do that. Uh, most of us got it when we, there was a battle pass about a year ago. Uh, obviously, that's not around anymore. But there is a free-to-play way to get it. Um, if you are below 27 or at 27, 28, uh, you can either uh, hit Eclipse Hostiles, uh, starting with like the low-level 28s, use your, a, um, your, your strongest ship. You might be able to kill them in a couple hits. Um, or uh, coordinate with the Alliance, and we will run Armadas for you in Eclipse Space. And then when you go to the Rogue Store, you'll be able to see um, where you can turn in those Eclipse co uh, keys from the Hostiles or loot from the Armadas. In order to unlock the store, though, you need to get some reputation. And it's a little bit different. With your factions, you just have to kill hostiles to get your, reputa your reputation gain. Rogue is going to be different, though. With Rogue, you have to get that reputation using uh, the loot or the keys. Before you get that, though, you have to unlock it in either two ways. Either the Rogue tree, a research tree, there's a research at, that unlocks at level 27. Uh, you need to basically work on that first branch of the tree. And then the stellar research will give you 50 reputation points to unlock the store. 
The other way is by completing the Apex that comes every month, which will be starting at the end of Cal in three days. And that will also give reputation to unlock the Rogue Store. Once that Rogue Store is unlocked, then you can put in, then you can uh, use the keys and or Armada loot so that you can turn it in for uh, faction, for the Rogue Faction reputation and for the credits. I know this seems complicated. It's many steps to it. Um, Rogue is full of many steps. Everything about it's about doing A to get to B to get to C to accomplish D. Um, so keeping that in mind, once you unlock 1,000 Rogue credits, then you will be able to get a free Stella. Once you have that Stella, it will make hunting the Eclipse easy, hostiles easier, doing the Armadas easier. You're going to be then doing the Armadas for reputation gain and do via the loot turn-in like you did to get those credits initially. Uh, and also to be getting the uh, uncommon loot, rare loot, and epic loot so that you can turn those in for uncommon uranium, rare uranium, and epic uranium. Uranium is the only thing that your Stella takes to grow. It doesn't need resources. It doesn't need materials. That's great news for people who are strapped for materials. I know you're thinking, another ship, great. I got to do crystal, gas. You don't need any of it. You just need the uranium. And it can feel costly. Then, as you build up your Stella, you want to scrap it. And I know you're thinking, I just built this thing. I want to max my ships. What do you mean you want me to scrap it? Well, in order to get it through the rogue research tree, you're going to be given stellar particles. The only way to get those stellar particles is by leveling up your stellar and scrapping it, rebuilding it. At the end of the scrapping, you're going to get a token to rebuild the stellar. Every time you rebuild the Stella, you're getting those Stella particles, and that's what you and you're going to research the items that require Stella particles to increase your M number. The M number is something that you're going to see in the up, ship upgrade screen, and as it goes up, your ship, as it leaves the base, is going to get stronger. The stuff that you mitigate, the, the sorry, the um, mitigation stats are going to increase, the attack stats are going to increase, and the amount of loot that you get is going to increase. At, as you keep doing this tree, and you want to try and keep your Stella at a maximum research level so that you can maximize your hits on Armadas. The more power you can have for an Armada, the better you're going to be with helping the team and the more loot you're going to be getting. Um, one thing that even I just re was schooled on today was with your power level, if you are maintaining your research and your strength, 
whatever level you are, you should be able to easily hit that armada level. So if you're level 29, you should be able to take on a level 29 armada easily enough. If you're level 31, you should be able to take on those level 31 armadas easily enough. If you're level 33, etc. So that corresponds with your level as long as you're focusing on what matters. Now, is that rule of thumb solo or is that in a group of like uh, of peers? That rule? I, I'm not 100%. I would assume, given Armadas, that it probably would be with like minded people. Uh, obviously, if you're, level, so. if you're level 31 going for a 33, you better hope that it's uh, that you're just like the low level on the totem pole going with a bunch of 33s or, or higher. Right. Um, but that's why if you're 31, a 33 armada is going to be tough if you're in a group of 31s. Uh, it's, it's, everything is relative. The Stella is meant to be leveled up as you level up to about 39. When you hit about level 39 is when you should be maxing your Stella. In my experience, so um, the higher you can get it, the better. But at some point, like if you're level 34, 36, something like that, um, don't expect to max it very easily. You're going to have to be getting into much higher level armadas. If you're in an alliance that has a lot of strong people running the really big um, exchange armadas and you can get in, great. You'll get more loot, but um, I wouldn't expect to get in. It's just not designed that way. Yeah, when, when Handy says max, he means maxing your M number, not your your Stella level. No, I mean Stella level. If if you're max max, well, it, also in your in your your M number, but. If you're, you know, level 34, you know, 32, something like that, you don't have to wait till you max out the ship level to scrap it. You can scrap it earlier if you have research you need to do, but you by far get a lot more Stella particles by actually maxing maxing the ship level out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The M number absolutely, you know, correlates to your level and your rep. I believe parts of it are level locked and mostly rep locked, though. Right. I frequently take it to 2025. Yeah, I I scrapped my first Stella at level 30 because I just felt like I was progression locked. But my second Stella, I I maxed it completely. And the amount of particles. How long did that take you? Um, my first one, I didn't have prime efficiency and it took me quite a long time. Like it was quite a grind, but when I finally got it, you get 467,000 particles if you scrap at level 45. And if you scrap at level 40, you get about half of that. So it's really, it's really worth the wait if you can, if you can wait and do it. Yeah, but, it goes up exponentially almost because at level 20, I'm getting around 1,500. And then if I took it to the next tier, then I'd get, I think it's uh, 
11,000 or something like that. So yeah, it goes up pretty significantly. Also, yeah. if you can use Borg Jayla on, if you, if you have Borg Jayla, the, um, use her on your bridge somewhere and she will increase uh, the base amount of loot that's dropped. And then also after that, the multipliers for your research also come into effect. So you get more loot. Yeah, as you level, it's what the Stella the ship ability is. As you level up, they get, you get more and more percentage multipliers of your loot. Up And when you, a max Stella gets 600% of what what the loot is like so if you look at an armada hey what like is level level what is the, can someone remind me sorry to interrupt what's the max um what's the m number the maximum 160 160 okay mine just says max so i didn't remember oh yours is maxed mm -hmm. yeah uh, i've already why? done all the research and all that do you have the max reputation Sorry, do you have the max reputation? Uh, no, no, my rep is not maxed. Just the M number. So the M number is basically the research that applies to the ship. So if it's a research that makes the ship stronger, then that's what the M number is. So there is other researches in the rogue tree that do not count. Um, against that M number. Like loot bonuses and that, that sort of thing. Yeah, or, or like... Um, or like your... station defense or build, uh, crystal building efficiency, crystal research efficiency. Correct. Um, there's also where you can... Uh, once you're level 25, you unlock the Lidar and you and the Borg store. And you'll notice that you can get faction credits. Well, there's a research to increase the amount of independent credits you get there, as well as the, to increase the amount of independence you, credits you get in the augment store. Independent credits are very hard to come by and very important if you want to upgrade officers such as Khan, Mud, and many others. So being able to get a daily amount of independent credits from the augment store and the borg store is very important so those are researches that you want to do to increase the amount that you can get and try and avoid using latinum because the return on investment is awful yes can you even use latinum instead of augment you credits? can for independent credits you can use latinum didn't did not know that it's like for for officer XP, it's that is awful Latin return. Yeah. Like oh, there's like a few things in the game that are like chip that. XP at a high at higher levels is horrible. Like one oh. level at my level, like one one ship level is like three hundred and something thousand Latinum or something. It's ridiculous. I made the mistake of, of building a ship one time with an instant. Like, wait, you know, when I, way back when I was building my Mayflower, 
because I, uh, I figured, oh, it must be, yeah. you know, how much it costs for the time, you know, and I didn't realize that. Well, check yeah, this out. Robbing me. The four star <laughs> ships, um, the instant on repair of those were like anywhere from 250,000 latinum to half a million. So before they before they put the warning, people were accidentally hitting it. <laughs> and they were spending like all of their latinum. <laughs> Scopely got so much hate mail, that's when they put the warning. Wow. Yeah. yeah it was I've bad. I, people... I had done it twice. I'd wasted over a million latinum on that. I see people using it all the time, like and like base defenses because you know it you, there's no way they can repair their ship that fast so they're just like on a, you know on yeah cheap, but if it's a cheap, cheap ship it's not a big deal yeah you know like their enterprises and stuff you know like the enterprise blows up and then instantly pops out of their out of their base and you know they're just like spending latinum like that oh yeah mm-hmm. and if you spend money on the game though it's not a big deal yeah, they give you latinum, a lot of latinum all the time. Sure. But if you're not, don't use that button. Yeah. It's a waste. <laughs> use your shield button. Those are free. Yeah, yeah, once, yeah. once I, I don't know. For me, I've I've spent some, but it's been months. And I still end up with about 20k latinum as around where I hit, sit at. Yeah, yeah I don't like And you're free to play? Yeah, I, I don't mind it, um, and I, but I'll usually use it for only one thing. Like, I will only use it for a speed-up on a repair time or something like that. Um, very rarely do I actually use it on an instant, though. Yeah, I think it's a total robbery. For, for it me. is, because it's, the 8-hour... If you, if you just go to your repair and ask for your lion's assist, automatically, the one... Bol- like, say it's a nine-hour repair. The eight-hour repair is significantly less than doing instant. It's like a tenth of the price. So frequently, that's what I'll do is I'll still... It's still faster than doing the repair speed-ups, but I'll just burn through to that window, and then I'll go, okay, I don't have any eight-hour speed-ups, and I'll just hit that. Yeah, I'll use Latinum for my research time. Because I'm really into research. Yeah, I think I everybody uses it for that. Oh wow, I've never used it for that. It's not. It's only three hundred a day, so it's not that expensive. No, that's not actually. At any rate, um, Cook, did you have more to cover on the Stella? Sorry, I think I kind of derailed you a little. No, that's fine. That's it's Cook. Did we lose Cook? He's just muted at the moment. Well, well. Anyway, um, well, we continue down. We have we have some notes. So, um, some of the most most important is crystal gas building research efficiency. And there's something called rogue hulls and rogue shields that affect all your ships. And there, there's a lot of prerequisites, uh, 
prerequisite. <laughs> yes. To get there, it's like like in every tree, but those are some of the, the most impactful to your ship. Um, but uh, if there's anybody that has any, that's down in the audience that has any questions about this, just raise your hand and you can come up. But um, like it gets a little confusing at first, like what Coco was talking about, getting that, getting your Stella opened up. So it cost a hundred rogue credits to get ten Stella prints to get your first free Stella. But what you want to work on while you're building this first Stella is getting the second Stella, and you should see that once you hit twenty-seven in these event stores if you're free to play it's it's a little you get a little at a time but eventually you're going to get a second seller that way you can also buy one in the store i think it's about i think they're 50 bucks to get a full full still unlock well you want to have like two stellas yeah it's you definitely want- like i highly recommend everybody keep one maxed out and then uh you have one that you build up, get to max, and scrap it. That way, you always have one that's at level forty-five that you play with, because you get your max loot drops and you got your max maximum power, depending on the end power, is at forty-five. So you never want to loot get scrap that level forty-five ship that you have. You just want to build a second one up, scrap that one, use the particles to make your main level 45 Stella stronger. <laughs> um, there's also something that it's locked until level 35, I think, but there's something called Apex Rogue Notoriety, which affects your rep level. Like it's, it's incredible. It's a 35% increase for your packs. You get these, you, you have these packs that are in, in your rogue rogue tree that gives you rogue, rogue credits and gives you reputation. This notoriety is bought with with Apex uh what are they called? Cook. The Apex Reward Medals. Yeah. Yep. These Apex it's- Reward Medals can you buy this notoriety and it increases the amount of rep that you get. Because as Handy was just saying, there's a lot of research that's rep locked. And this is only uh, rogue rep that he's talking about. But it looks like a, a prime research, but it's not. It's something that you have to grind for. But at, I just did that recently, and it's it's amazing, like how much how much more you get. Um, yeah, and also once you get to what was it thirty nine that you can scrap the Mayflower, um, then you can get the um, G four uncommons that you need in order to build the Stella efficiency uh, prime research, which will literally cut all the requirements you need in half for maxing the Stella. But for some people, that's a long way off. Or it's a $100 pack. Yeah, I was just going to say, eh, it's worth $100 in my opinion. 
I yes, I Patreon. think it is worth a hundred dollars, but I did wait and did it free to play. Yeah, it's either it's either buy a pack or or grind it in this game. Like, I feel like a lot of the stuff is like that. Just if if all you spent your money on was battle pass and primes, um, you're barely gonna spend anything. But the impact it makes is huge. If that's all you spent money on, you're going to be into the game for very, very, very little money. And it makes a ginormous uh, impact. All the primes, yeah. really. I mean, there's a few that are stupid, but... Yeah. You know. like I, I tell you, what, I'm like free-ish to play. I buy the battle passes, and I've bought two primes: the Stella Efficiency Prime, and I bought Prime Officers. Like those, to me, are the two most important. And I got Borg Prime for free. Well, not for free. It was it was in a battle pass, but you know it was twenty, 20 bucks, and I got the battle pass too. Yeah, something so like those three primes. Yeah. Some people had a choice of prime officers or, or the board one. <laughs> yeah, it's because they messed up. They they didn't really mean to give away the prime officers, but yeah. they ended up having to give it because they that's what it said. So they let you pick it. That was and I already had prime officers, so I picked the prime board. Um, before I went AFK for a minute, there uh, I posted screenshots of what it looks like for people who have not built their study yet, both in the research tree and in the rogue store for what, to, for what they need to do. So if you haven't looked at it, you'll see on the screen there that you go to the outlaw research tree and you need to do some of that research in that first tree there, first branch there. And then you go to the stellar research once you have shipyard level 27, the augmented impulse research done and the augmented warp research done once those are done then you can do the stellar research which will give you the 50 reputation points you need so that then you can start uh turning in the loot and the um keys in order to get uh directives rapid credit once you get a thousand of those then you can get the uh, Stella, Stella Blueprints and build your free Stella. Next to that, you're going to see a Stella Blueprint Reclaim token, which means one, when you go and uh, scrap your Stella, you're going to get one of those tokens, and that's where you go to get the, the blueprints to go and rebuild your Stella. Yeah, funny story is the first time I scrapped my Stella, like, I didn't know about that token, and I kind of freaked out, and I thought that I had lost my Stella. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was just like, oh, okay. What are those dolt moments? That's funny. Um, okay. Do we have any questions before we move on from the Stella? Okay. Oh, we yep. got we got one question. Yep. Go ahead, Beef. Hit that green button. Come on up here. 
And if you don't want to talk, then you can go into the fireside chat and text and type it. And I'm watching that. Give him a minute. No, you don't have to. There, there he goes. How you going, Brief? How are you guys doing? Good. Welcome to the stage. Yeah. Can you hear me or what? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I'm after the gamma particle. Yes, me too. I think you're, it's your I think it's level locked at forty. Because you, you have to open that that mud. I think it's that that mud. That's called mud it's something. Dark world. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because. They they try and say that you can do it earlier, but if you if you go through the little loop, it says that you have to be level forty to do that, hmm. or you can buy it. I believe. I believe you can. Yeah, buy it. I think you can buy it in a hundred dollar pack. So, or wait. That you get that when you hit partner. I'm ar I already hit partner, and uh, yeah, I didn't get it. Oh, I have yet to hit partner, so I did not know that. Yeah, I'm still shy on that myself, like about 200,000 rep. Yep, so there's a uh, research called Merciless Outlaw. Yeah. That requires a gamma particle, and it's required by researching three different researches and one of them requires you to be level 40 and that's uh mud's mud it's a it's a mission in the rogue faction store and then one of the requirements is operations level 40. Laura but <laughs> yeah but there's stuff you can do before then Then yeah, I'm ready. Level 36, there's uh, yeah. Stella Hall that, that you can start level 10 with Aeronautics Studio level 36. So that's what I'm looking forward to getting to. Yeah, I think I'm going to jump to 36 right away so I can open up more stuff. Yeah, I'm grinding away at my uh, Uncommon Ore to get that myself. We got about like 300 to go. Nice. <clears throat> Anyways, that was my question of the night is that gamma particle. So good to know that I have to wait till 40 or pay the money. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for letting me know that. I am 130,000 rep away from partner. So I will find out myself since I'm 39. I'll be 40 in two months. Nice. Nice. You're catching up. I will be 40 for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I just recently found out that um, from levels 40 to 50, every single level is its own bracket in the uh, solo miles, solo leaderboard events starting this month. 
So I oh, might okay. actually stay 40 for like a month or so just to have an easier go in the in, in a leaderboard next month uh, for whatever month that is. Just because I know everyone jumps to 41. Maybe it'll be easier in that bracket. Yeah, something to think about. Is there a specific is a specific level forty bracket? Yeah, there's a level forty bracket, a level forty one bracket, a level forty two bracket, a forty three bracket. No, there isn't. They just started that this month. When? For the Riker recruit. Yeah, uh, DJ was talking about it the other day on his podcast. Yeah, I missed that. Him and Ripper were talking about it because apparently Ripper is the reason it happened or something like that. I don't know how much I believe that, but they said that each level had its own bracket and that it, it was only for a few events that they did that, uh, but that they're probably working on making that for every all the leaderboard, um, I guess, auction events. So... Then again, I, I heard that level 40, everything is common, so it's kind of hard to be in an uncommon race when everything is common. Welcome to the stage, Jay. Hi. Um, good day, everyone. First time listener and first time caller as well. <laughs> <laughs> well welcome to the stage in the show. Good to hear all the voices. Been playing for a while with you guys. Um, I've got a silly question, I think, in regards to this. Stellar particle. With yep. the M power, if you look at it on your outlaw research, which one they actually related to? Is that the one with stellar particle only? Or yeah. I think if I'm not wrong... Cook, you mentioned just a minute ago that you're going to put a list which one that's going to hit the M directly and with which one it's not because it is a bit complex on the outlaw research. Oh, um, I didn't yeah. say that, but I it is <laughs> do that. I, I, was, I was posting I think... screenshots of uh, how to get oh, okay, okay. Step. that's the one, yeah. but um. It's honestly, it, it is pretty easy. Whatever has, whatever requires the stellar particles, or Pringles as I like to call them, um, yep. those are the ones that count towards your M number. And some of them don't exactly make sense either. Because like, a ship component efficiency counts towards your M number, but it doesn't do anything for your stellar. It does help your other ships though. Oh, okay. Excellent. Thank you. That was my question. Pretty simple. You're welcome. Oh, I have a question for you, though. How is the pancakes? Oh, that is sensational. I'll have to, on behalf of you, that was your recipe. Well, everyone on the Alliance to try that for Sunday, at least for the family. The best pancake cook. Nice. Happy you enjoyed <laughs> it. You know, Absolutely. Any, any recipe can be uh, good or bad, depending on the cook. So... Great job following the SP and awesome cooking. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. Hey, Ash, did it have buttermilk in it? No, Drift, nope. I need to use that. No butter uh, I love but buttermilk. This is, 
<laughs> I need to share what don't love my daughter asked if I can make a green and pink pancake. So I put the color on those two. They're sensational. They look cute. It doesn't have uh, uh, appetite sorry, for me for to getting it because it looks weird. But yeah, it tastes well, sensational. <laughs> for, for my Mother's Day brunch every year for my restaurant, um, yep. I do a green eggs and ham for the kids. And so the way oh. I do the green eggs and ham is I do a smoked honey-baked ham. And I, do, and I put that on a plate with scrambled eggs with a basil pesto mixed into it. Oh, wow. So the basil pesto makes it green eggs. And, and everyone just loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Really, really simple but delicious. I'd like to try that. Thank you again, guys, uh, for having me. Um, I think I'll pass it on to the next uh, questions. Anyone here? Yes, anyone else have any this questions? This is a pleasure. Okay. In that case, we will move on to the next item on today's agenda. As soon as I find where we posted that. Oh, yes. Um, so as we were talking about the Stella um, researches, we mentioned that there are researchers there that can help with defending your base. Um, you have the, the hideout defenses, hideout weaponry, um, strategic exploits, and station targeting. All of those researches help defend your base from being attacked. And um, they actually made a huge difference with people when they were raiding bases. We found that people were unexpectedly hitting, well, hitting a base that they thought that they could, say, one shot. And then because that defense research was there, it actually made the bases harder. So uh, make, if, you wanna, if you're a lower level and you don't want those enterprises one-shotting you, they probably will no matter what you do. But the other people, or if it's a weaker epic ship, um, if you get those researches done, and uh, both there and on the station research tree, um, that will do a lot to help mitigate anything. Additionally, when you have a your ship's docked in base, if you use the uh, Carol Marcus crew that defend the base, um, they will you put the right crew setup on them, they can also help increase that, that defense. Granted, anything you do, short of bubbling, um, will just slow them down. Uh, the only surefire way to prevent yourself from getting raided is by having a strong shield discipline. If you're not gonna, if you do not have access to your phone, if you're not looking at your phone, if you're sleeping, Make sure you plan accordingly and have a bubble up. Because no one wants to wake up and get raided and find themselves that they have nothing. Um, See, yeah. I always overshield. Like, if I know that I'm coming back in eight hours, I use a 12 hour shield. Or if I know I'm just going to be gone for four hours, I use the eight hour shield. Like, they give you so many shields that in this game that. There's really no reason for you to to be chintzy on that, you know. Just yeah. so, just just overkill. 
That's that's always my plan. I haven't read it in months. So. Yeah, and wood, now that I just said that. <laughs> that that's a very good plan because uh, if you maintain doing your dailies every day, if you if you complete your dailies, the uh, loyalty chests will give you twenty four hours worth of shields every day. You're gonna get a four hour, an eight hour, and a twelve hour. You know, so there's no excuse for not being able to shield aside from just not planning you know, until you got it. If you know you're going into a situation where you're going to be drinking heavily and having a fun party and whatnot, put up a one-day shield. Make sure you don't have to worry about it for the rest of the day. Um, you, you want to be on top of that because otherwise anything you do is just going to slow them down. And if you are low enough or they're strong enough, there's no research or cruise you can really do. Also, if you are sick and you were on medication, because those are the two times I let my shield drop, and I was emptied by the next morning. Just throw up an overnight, even if you're going to hop on the game in the middle of the night. But yeah, I didn't dozed off because of my meds, and when I got up in the morning, I was like, great. This is fun. <laughs> yeah. You want to, you know, you can still play the game bubble. You don't have to be bubbled. You have to be unbubbled to play the game. You know, if you're not, unless you're killing people, you could literally just be bubbled all day, every day. Um, I know Inkowit, the strongest guy in the game, he always has his shield on. Um, but what's a shield? Funny, funny. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, handy doesn't need them. I don't use shields anymore. I'm horrible. Well, I'm in TC space, and there's always a bunch of people online, so... I know. I, I'm also ter equally terrible. When I'm in TC, I'm, like, never bubbled. But I, I still bubble when I'm not... When I know I'm not going to be watching my phone, like, on a busy Saturday night or when I'm sleeping. I'll still okay. shoot, because you never know. Because, additionally, having to ha rely on your members to defend your base... Um, I think of it as kind of a sh selfish thing, uh, because you're costing your your fellow members uh, resources and speed ups that they may not even have a lot of, but you're costing it to them because they care about you and they're trying to help you and defend you, but yet you didn't care enough to put your shield up. Um, so and it it can be a lot of fun doing some base defense. But it's a temporary measure. Yeah. Like, like well, you know, happens, if it happens to a particular player, like, once every six months, then no big deal. But if it's somebody well, who's forgetting every night, you're probably not going to defend that person, right? Well, I've had two times in, that I, two very memorable defenses that really were so scarring to me, they'll stick with me forever. The first <laughs> The first one was when I spent five hours on the 4th of July two years ago, or last year, whatever, defending Jim, Fred Jim from MCRN in Kepler. I was fuming. I, I mean, I was using my Vidar and fucking with them like crazy, and it was hilarious. But it gets exhausting after five hours and moving my base several times to avoid them hitting my base while I was hitting the miners. Um... But, uh, and I still didn't get much 
accomplish because I was going up against MRFM. But don't don't be that guy. Also, yeah. don't be the member when we were in a war with uh, Rubicon, or 13, that decided to intentionally not shield and let them raid him as a way of trying to troll them. Don't do that either because I wasn't letting them take that guy's resources easily because I didn't want them to have the resources in the fight. And I lost a lot of resources defending that. Especially when I wanted to go to bed. Yeah, I've done a two-hour defense till like 2 a.m. before. Yep, and anybody, at least, you know, use your alliances, anybody in our alliance, most is most of the people here, and, you know, anybody listening to this recording, like, use your alliances Discord and make sure that that you're paying attention to notifications because that's the first thing we do is notify you in discord. Like if you don't respond, we just keep trying to notify you and it will defend you for a while. I but guess if you don't make- answer that notification, then <laughs> we're going to have to stop at some point because people got to go to work. Uh, go to additionally, make sure that you, we have an emergency contacts channel. Um, I think every alliance should, if they don't, uh, have a uh, have your number an emergency contact where the admiral or commodore will be able to call you and wake your ass up to shield. Uh, I have had to do that with several members. I'm happy to do that for them. I'm also happy to harass the fuck out of them if they don't answer when they're getting raided, because I'd much rather just harass you by calling you than spend my resources defending you. Call me lazy, but I will also. Yeah, leave- we have one of those. It's voluntary, and people are will put on their text me so many times. They say, what are the parameters? And they're like, if it goes past this, don't worry about it. Or they'll say, if you can, read me yourselves then. You know? See, I've never been a big fan of the boot and loot thing. Yeah. Um, some of our people have actually told us to boot and loot if anything ever happens. I wish they could boot me if that ever happened to me, but <laughs> it's okay. I'll just be there to help loot you for them. Oh yeah. <laughs> you need that steel. I need that titanium and dilithium. And good luck. It'd take you about 36 hours to get, get to mine. <laughs> oh, yep. I don't know. That steel wall up. Of course, oh, yeah. People start liking your steel wall at, after about level, level, uh, what is it, about 30, 37, 38? That's when they start going after your steel. Yes. Yeah. It's handy to get people to want to build up steel so that uh, the bigger people can just go and grab it all. And yeah, with like, this ha, new ha, research. That was just my steel wall, and it's like, ha, 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 that's what I needed. Oh, what, what's your... Uh, your faction miner up to now, Cook. Didn't you just tear it up? Uh, I teared it up, and I am up to. Give me one second. I didn't. I didn't even actually look at what the all capacity was on it. <laughs> I know yesterday when I was rating, it was at three point two million. Now, is that with Ston and two of ten, or is that just with Ston? That was with Ston and two of ten with half synergy. 
Okay. See, I don't have two of ten. I just have stun. And mine's at 1.96. I just can't get it up to that two mil point. I've been trying to get every little research I can in there. But I'm about to tear mine up as soon as I get the crystal. Yeah, it's all about that research. Yeah, it's you just get a, like a, a few percent here, a few percent there. But I, I got an extra 300k out of it just with these little new, these new researches. Like, um, and the, also, the bigger guys got four. You know, they got four mil capacity faction miners, so. They can have you drain them pretty fast. Uh, yeah, I'm up now up to 3.9 million. Almost 4 million. Yeah, so you are up to 4. Yeah, so that'll be nice. Um, also, one thing that Emily pointed out, remember in the Alliance store, you can use Alliance tokens to buy bubbles up to 7 days. Uh, that's very important to remember. And... Um, also, when you if you do get raided, uh, this is very important. If you get raided, if you get dry hit, I know we have many trolls around these days. Um, some who I don't really wish to discuss. Um, everyone's kind of entitled to play the game however they wish to. Um, alliances create their own rules of etiquette and... Um, good sportsmanlike conduct. Um, we like we and Dead like to uphold uh, our standards of good sportsmanlike and in, in game gamemanship conduct. Uh, so it's very important that if you're dealing with a troll who's hitting you and such, um, or even someone who just happened to raid you, kill them with kindness. Um, either don't say, you know, do the old rule of if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. You know, if you get raided, send them a message congratulating them on catching off guard or something like that, if you wish. If you really want to say something. If, you, if you're really angry, though, keep your mouth shut. One thing we are going to start is a uh, vent channel. Um, we'll actually do that tonight at the end of the podcast. Um, we're going to do a vent channel that you can't read backwards no no history is going to be viewable when you're angry and you want to go and say something totally mean and angry for feelings for to a player say it there pretend you're talking to the player and just put it there get it get it off of your chest because you don't want to be building up but say it there no one will see it it'll just be for you to get it off your chest um, I think that's important because I know people get angry and feel things. I'm guilty of the same thing. Um, but you don't need to be sending threats and hoping, you know, real-life harm on people. Um, I know I got a message last summer from someone saying they wish I got COVID because they were angry that I raided their base. You know, the stuff like that, you, it's not... There's no place for that in this game. Um, you can hope that they get raided back. We'll be we'll threatened to be watching for their shield to go down. But that's about as far as it should go. Um, keep it within the game. Keep it to good sportsmanlike conduct. 
Anything you want to say, though, put it in that channel. I'll post it when this is over. Yeah, Uh, and these guys are, these trolls, they're looking for... Attention. Yeah, they want you to respond in this way. And they're going to keep coming back at you if you keep giving them what they want. And Handy said this a million times. I'm going Andy said this a million times, like, they'll get bored and they'll go away, you know, because it gets boring if nobody's giving them reactions. Right. If you ignore them, they, nine times out of ten, they'll go away. It does not work for every situation, but a lot of them it does. You know, we've tried it multiple times with multiple different trolls, and uh, nine times out of ten it works. Um. You know, there's always the exception to the rule, and I think a lot of people can guess who those are. That, uh, you know, the ones that claim they're not trolling, but you know they are. Um, Some of those people are just going to do what they want to do, and it doesn't matter if you say something or not. And still, in that same situation, um, it's not going to help to, you know, to go curse at them or tell them, you know, you wish they were dead or something like that. All that's going to do is hurt yourself, not them. So, avoid yeah, having a block lion. function on our chat. It's there for a reason. If someone's really lighting you off, throw the block up on that user. Cool off. You know, if it takes a few days, a week, month, whatever. But I think I think that's a healthy way to u- deal with it too, you know, just block them and you don't even have to hear it. I have people blocked that and I forget that I blocked them and then I'll open up my chat and you know how it goes to GC right away at first. Oh. And sometimes you, I can't help but look and I don't <laughs> know who, what these people are talking about because they're having this weird one-sided conversation. I'm just like, I'm like, Oh, it's probably people I got blocked. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I have a huge block list, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I'm totally fine with that because I don't need to be reading anything in GC. Yep. Well, you also got to keep in mind that everybody's human and everybody has a bad day every now and again or does something done and has a bad reaction. So I highly recommend you give people a second chance. Because you don't just want to use that block button willy-nilly. Because um, a lot of these people, you know, you give them a little time to cool down. Or if you address them um, in a friendly manner or give them some time to cool off or maybe they need to vent, you know, try and treat it like they're your friend. You know, ask them, hey, man, what's going on? Like. I didn't really expect to get a message like that from you. Are you okay? Like, I'm not patronizing you. I'm just truly concerned. It just seems like you're taking this a little too seriously and wanting to check if you're all right. Because people got real life going on. You have no idea what's going on in their life. And you'd be shocked at how, I'd say it's about half the time when somebody does something crazy in the games because they have something traumatic going on in real life that's pushing them over the edge it's not an excuse in any way shape or form but it is a reason and 
you know, if you know the reason, or you know there may be a reason, you may react differently to the situation. Instead of just clicking that block button, you know, maybe give them a little cool and off time and reach out and see if you can mend that bridge. You know, because um, it does nobody any good to just burn bridges, even if it wasn't you that burnt the bridge, it was them, but you might want to give them at least one chance to see if, uh, see if you can repair that bridge. Definitely agree with that. Uh, I, when people make my block list, it's because of multiple times and not just once. (laughs) Sure. Sure. But, uh, I would assume that probably some people just, all it takes is once and maybe they block somebody. I don't know, but, I mean, I don't have anybody blocked. I don't think I've ever blocked anybody. Um, I, I think I have a few people blocked, um, like Tapia. I, I've done it to track people, uh, yeah. to name changes. That's the only time I've ever blocked somebody is if somebody's changing their name every other day and bouncing to different alliances, trying to hide, you know? Trying That's to hide part of my identity. block list, too. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a way to see your list, like to bring up your list of people that you blocked? Oh, yeah. If you go to the chat window, and then you have that little gray box on the top. The gear right to the right. Uh, then you can go and look at blocked players, and it'll show you everyone who you have blocked. Nice. Well, I've yeah, and... five people. That's not so bad. I'm going to check uh, mine. Pretty no much, pretty much everyone I have blocked doesn't play the game anymore. Yeah, the, the I... three, of, three of them say retrieving, so there's probably not even players anymore. All but one of mine say retrieving. Yeah, one of mine says retrieving, which is obviously somebody that's not in the game anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I have three others that. Uh, One's in Rasu, one's in MCRN. I I can guess who the one in Rasu is. Who do you think? AK? I believe so, yeah. It's a taxi potato driver. Yep, that's AK. Yeah. No, that's, I never, now I know a tactic for tracking people. Yeah, that's... That's actually yeah. the main purpose that's used for I think. Yeah. You know, I learn things in this game like all the time. Like I learned something a couple of months ago that I couldn't believe that like I didn't think of like years ago. <laughs> just little simple things. I just asked uh Tiger a question today. I said I was trying to ask him how many particles you get for a Max Stella. And I didn't think that I could just go to the scrapyard and check myself, you know, I was just trying to do it from memory and trying to Google it. Like, and he was like, oh, my scrapyard is leveling up. I can't check. I was like, oh, I can just go in and check my own Stella. (laughs) (laughs) Total brain fart moment. Yeah. Yeah, we all have those. But yeah, I first Max. I only only ever scrapped one Max Stella, and I felt like I was in particle heaven. 
And I just, <laughs> I got my Stella all the way up to 60, I'm 63 and I'm out of particles. So I have another max, almost max Stella. I got one more level to go up. So that's, so I've got a 44 and a 45 Stella. The 44 gets 100,000, almost 100,000 less particles than a level 45. Like just just one level. That's like really important not to skimp on that. Oh yeah. But yeah, they do get really expensive, some of these researches. Like, as you level up. So we've hit everything that we wanted to for this episode, and we still have another half hour to go. So my question now is, what did y'all think of this past arc? I cannot stand Scopely. They are evil, and I hate them. <laughs> yeah, but we already knew that. Oh, uh, specifically why, though? Um, I'm upset that I didn't get Picard. Well, I, I, I haven't gotten Picard either. I'm still only halfway there. Yeah, but... <laughs> There's probably <laughs> there's probably like a hundred people under level thirty nine that have them, and three above level thirty nine that have them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the way they did the events were just disgusting, in my opinion. The fact that they literally punished people for being higher level. The way they broke it up, yeah, definitely was. Uh, the brackets were definitely off. Yeah, and I complained about it, and they didn't want to do anything. Now, what do you think about how they handled Riker versus Picard? I mean, it was a little better. I unlocked Riker, but he was a lot less, you know, a lot less player, a lot less shards to unlock. Yeah. So shards, and they also, yeah, it was a lot less shard, but they, I feel like they also offered way more opportunities to unlock them. Every single yeah, they did offering. Riker shards. Yeah, they did. I personally didn't care for the ticketed faction event. The now why? why Because they were because it was a lot more opportunities for faction hunt than we normally have. And if you had Riker, you were able to complete it faster. (laughs) Yeah, I only got about fifty shards of. For Riker. And I did all the solo events, but I, I couldn't win any of the auctions. But a lot of them were really heavy, too. They really wanted you to spend, like just the other day, they wanted you to spend a ton of G3 just to get, I think, 10, 10 shards. Well, I mean, 10 is kind of a lot, I guess. But well, if I, you could get 10 a day, that would be awesome. Yeah, but if you think about it, it was enough to really for for you to be competitive in the milestones in the leaderboard event too. So it was, and it was a chance for you to actually be guaranteed something for the event instead of just trying to get into the top twenty-five or top five. Yeah, you know. So I I like the fact that. That was an option that you could go but to de- to guarantee you got thirty shards this month by just hitting those milestones and just waiting 
to upgrade your ships and bases for those events. Because, I mean, like, Handy was complaining about how there's no way he can win in one of those uh, auction events. But well, no way. I'm definitely not the top spender on this server. <laughs> exactly. Oh, about, you find out real quick. There's, there's about, I don't know, 10 people that spend quite a bit more than I do. Yeah, so, so having the milestones really helped you. Yeah, certainly, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't have unlocked them otherwise. Same here. I mean, I think I got maybe... I, I don't know. I think I have like 15 shards right now or something. So he's unlocked and then I have 15 shards. I'm going to give this one to Scopely because they convinced people to spend more money than I've seen before on this last arc. But, uh, it's because maybe... it's the next generation. It's just that yeah. simple. I mean, uh, actually, I think he's talking about the Meridian. No, but I, I am partially that, but also people were buying Armada packs. People were, you know what I mean? Yeah, For... because they fixed the timer on the Armada, so it was actually worth it to buy the packs. I know I thought about it a few times. No, well, I, you've, got, you've got the Deep Space Armadas, you've got. All kinds of reasons. But yeah, I mean, they've added so much to the game that now all of a sudden there's more reason to buy packs, which is a double-edged sword, if you ask me. Yeah. Oh, I, it's definitely it's, a double-edged sword. If, if you're not paying attention, if you're somebody that does spend here and there, and you're not really tracking it closely, I mean, you can end up spending a lot of money on some really ridiculous stuff. It's so easy to spend money. You know, it's like this one tap buy things, you know, on your yeah. phone. And it's, it's just 100 bucks. You know what I mean? Just like, teet, and it's gone. Like, Jeez. even I'm buying yeah, those $20 drinks. packs. Like, I bought the, the ship refit that's extra 20 bucks that I wasn't planning on spending. Yeah. Same. I mean, but that Meridian, anyone who bought a Meridian, they basically spent. Uh, $70, because if you bought the Meridian, no reason why you wouldn't buy that $20 refit pack. Yeah, I mean, you you definitely want the refit. Yeah, I, I bought the the skin and just held on to it until I got the Meridian Prince. Yeah, right. but how often do you spend money, Jolly? Um, so I spend on the battle passes, and I don't, but I don't do every single one. And... I've bought three uh, epic um, daily reward packs since I started playing. And I've bought a few of the Prime researches. And the Prime officers and a few of the other Primes were probably the best investments. And then, yeah, I bought this skin. But I don't think I really spent on anything else. Oh, and now, I did buy a North Star. What, what do you look at as a um, to see if a battle pass is worth it buying to you? I look at that's why I don't always get the battle passes. Sometimes, if you don't buy the battle pass, you're getting more being a free to play player than what the battle pass offers. So I look at the value to me and the where what level I'm at what I'm playing, and what I plan to do 
to see if it's actually worth it to me or not. My main rule of thumb with pack buying is buy packs for things that you can't get otherwise or that are extremely difficult to get otherwise. But yeah, or something that will take a long out, period of time, if, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you play a lot and you can grind it out, just grind it out. Exactly, because I, I do. I, I have nothing but time right now, so a lot of this I can grind out. Yeah, I mean, don't buy packs for resources. Don't buy packs for materials. Well, if you're over level 40, you're going to have to buy packs for resources. But Well, that that's what the battle pass kind of is. It's for extra resources, or not resources, but materials. Well, yes, the battle pass definitely helps for both of those, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, Handy, how would you say the Franklin A refinery helps mit with mitigating how much you need to buy in packs after 40? Well, I mean, that's like a pack worth... Um every couple of weeks, so it probably is worth a couple hundred bucks a month. Yeah. See, yeah. that's good value. That is yeah. very good value. I'm loving Absolutely. it. Like, I still haven't opened up many tokens since I played, started playing a game. Like, I've got almost all every token I've ever gotten. And that's, those poles are really token heavy. So I'm going to okay. be happy one day when I'm like the the tokens for resources, as opposed to the oh, like uh, you know liquid resources, so that so it's unrateable. So it's hard to keep track sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, yeah just they have the mil the million dilithium tokens. Like the you know those are awesome. Yeah, just you wait, Drift. Just you wait. Yeah. Well, I have you know I have as much. Still, as I do trit right now, like I'm, I'm doing good at saving up that stuff because I know I'm going to need it. Yes, yes. Well, you if there's some research you need to do, then use it. Yep. You're better off doing the research now than waiting. Yeah, <laughs> and having something having my mess up one day. And yeah, like don't fall asleep like, I, and have somebody I've, read it. I've seen a lot of people save resources just for the sake of saving. Because they're savers, right? Well, if you're not doing research in the game that's available to you, just because you want to save your resources for oh, some crazy. rainy day, yeah. that's crazy. crazy. Because you're going to get a lot more, you know, a lot more out of your gameplay by doing the research as soon as you possibly can. Especially, you know, I'm speaking about the efficiency stuff. Yeah. There's more immediate re reward and gratification from finishing researches. Yeah, especially absolutely. given the fact that they run like twenty research events a day these days. Yeah. Yeah, I've been. I've. I'm one that waits for like recruit events. You know, they have the heroic event, which oh, yeah. is a little hey, bigger than the other one. Yeah, I will Definitely. always wait for those. But now that I'm triple locked, I've been buying like tons of the shard packs for each faction. The recruit packs, yeah. Yep. And it yep. builds up so much that even waiting for those events, like after a while, like, you know, I wait for one of the leaderboard events and I just open them all, whether yep. or not I'm going to win that event or not. 
you know, yeah. just because I have so many. <laughs> no, it's very nice. I do that yeah. too. Every, every once in a while, I feel I win the ship one. I get first place on the ship one, like because I I'll tear up my auger or something. And yeah. I got one guy in cube that waited till the last two minutes and then outbid me, and I went in and then jumped ahead of him. And I messaged him. I said, "You almost got me." He's <laughs> so we kind of were joking around about that. The rewards aren't that great, but it's you know it's like an eBay auction. At, at least you're getting a little extra something for doing something you're going to do anyway. So yeah, you know, get a few oh, few thousand extra lat. I mean, it's all in good fun. But on the plus side, you were able to have a friendly conversation to with a competitor. You know, and it was all in good sportsmanlike fun. No one was getting angry about it. That's what matters. Oh yeah, yeah. That's much. Do people get angry about those? Really? Oh, I'm sure. I doubt it. But you give anybody the opportunity, they'll get angry about something. Oh my god. I've never heard of anyone getting angry about getting beat out of one of those events. Not one of those, but how about one of the ones that actually, you know, you spend money on? Yeah, I'll get angry about those. Yeah, imagine a jelly event or or like a Picard event where someone goes and spends hundreds of dollars to get to number one and some free-to-play who's been saving up for a good auction goes in Snipes the guy without spending a penny. Well, I mean, well, it don't matter there. if you spent or not. It's it's the waiting. It's the waiting till two seconds before the event ends to hit the magic button. I mean, that's just low yeah. and dirty, if you ask me. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna go for an event, then compete with everybody. You know, exactly. I just when I see something I like. And if I can compete in it, I just tap it all completely out. And then I wait for the event to end. And I go, okay, I got something. Or, oh, nope, didn't. All right, whatever. Oh, I'm um, just like overkill. Like I, I put 24 million XP into my officers a little while back. And I think I was like 22 million over the second place guy. I saw one of my people in an event recently. They were double the points that was needed to get to first place. Like the next guy had half as many points in second. Well, at least he was safe. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, wow. I like no one's gonna outdo you. So, and and then he started doing more of the event, and I like why? Like you're so far ahead of the game. It's. Sounds like Twisted doing one of those leaderboard events. <laughs> um, there is one thing though that I did just remember. Um, I got a message from the from Raptor, the Admiral of Dark. Dark would not would no longer be hunting Isogen OPL in the territory uh, capture area. Um, I know they've never really hit us because we've been friends, but 
in general. But I they also expect they, nobody, they also expect nobody to hit them. Exactly. Yeah, if anyone, gonna, hits, I'll go ahead and post that. If anyone hits them, then they will retaliate in kind. Of course. But, well, they may do more than retaliate in kind. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to come right out and say it, but be careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, Nona's probably going to be doing the same, but I'll let you know if and when it happens. Yeah, I, I'd be all for a, you know, a, a gentleman's well, agreement when it comes to isogen, but well, I also don't want to complicate, you know, the ROE any more than it is. Well, here's, so, a, here's your gentleman's agreement when it comes to isogen. If you can align, don't hit it. <laughs> exactly. So for alliances like Dread, QT, and Dead, who do not have access to ISO two, uh, ISO three, sorry, ISO three, don't go hunting for it. Message people in alliances that have it. So message someone in Nona. Message someone in Dark. Or most. If you message them and ask if anyone has ISO 3 that they're willing to give to you, they are willing to give it to you. Um, don't go needy for it, though. You know, don't take advantage of it. But go and say, hey, I need this for, I need to get like this much. Can you help me out, please? Yep. They are happy to do it because them offering this service is much better for them and having to worry about people coming and hunting them every 15 minutes. Yep. Exactly. I would much rather have somebody just message me. And, uh, you know, if I have no refine coming up or something, or I'm way OPL or whatever it may be, nine times out of ten, I'm going to say, sure, come on by. You know, and then that also takes the laziness out of it. So the people that can't be bothered to even ask, well, they'll just not hunt it or not ask, and then no big deal. But, you know, if you can at least take a few minutes and message a few people and ask, great. And, and as this was just brought up in the Fireside chat, if you are going to hunt ISO 3, just ISO 3, do it from someone who's not a friend, and do not hunt OPO during events. We're going to treat this like data. You know, I prefer after after building a Meridian and actually like getting the feel of what it's like to mine with it. Like I do not want to stare at this thing and watch it mine. Honestly, I don't stare at it and watch it mine. I mean, I've mined two million ISO two today, and I'll, and I give you an example. I went, my ship was still mining. It turned zero. And like 20 minutes later, I was like, oh, I'm still mining ISO. I got a message that my node is zero. I should go to it. I was still there. If everyone's agreeing not to go hunting each other for things that we have, the only people you really have to worry about are the assholes and the people who don't have ISO 2. ISO 1, you probably won't have to worry about at all, except for from the assholes. And... um. 
Yeah, but even ISO 3, I think most people realize that it, it counts for such a small percentage of what you're yeah. even able to get in a day. Yeah. I don't and not, only, not only that, for you to refine, for you to actually uh, OPL hunt enough to get like a three or a four chest, I mean, yeah. that's a ton. There's just no way. Unless you're pissing off half the server, it's just not going to happen. I mean, unless you're mud, um, it ain't going to happen. Handy, handy, please. Do not give Killsmo a challenge. <laughs> you'll, you'll well, I mean, don't, don't you, give it to him. You, you could do it if you're dedicated, but you're going to make a lot of people angry. And if that's worth it to you, okay. But your team will suffer. Which sucks. You gotta understand something about Killsmo. He he managed to get medic on the same level of anger that he's that he and Chef are on, have gotten on. <laughs> yeah, once you get to a certain well, level, though, medic too. is not difficult to rile up. But okay, true. It was for hunting uh, Franklin mods. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't think anybody should be doing that. There was a guy that was doing that to to me, like hitting me like almost every night. Like and I talked ended up talking to somebody in his leadership and he ended up putting it to a stop. Because the guy was going out literally just looking for, you know, quote unquote OPL, you know, Franklins. And to go OPL on a Franklin, you only need to hit you know, two reds in your OPL. So, like, the whole, like, idea of OPL hunting and in that yeah. space just is nonsensical to me. So, we actually have something called the Cosmo scale. Uh, how, how much of a dick can you be? <laughs> yeah, you that's... He likes to push the limits. But he stays within row so he can stay in the alliance. Yeah, we we just made a list of people who hit an argument, hit OPL Franklins, and um, hit OPL and TC when they already have uh, that in their own territory. And if they make the list, then those are the territories. When they do go into a territory, I have some OPL hunters they will go to those ones that have been hitting us. So, and once, yeah, pretty much it's like you make that list and then boom, you're on it. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and say goodnight to you. Have a good night, Harry. Right. Have a good one. Thanks for being Thanks on for today. having me on and I'll see you all later. Take care. Yep. All right. Good night. Thank you as well. Unless there's any yeah. more questions, I think we can end it early tonight. Yeah, Sounds good, brother. Thank you all very much for joining us this week. It was very productive, and I hope we were able to share some great knowledge on with everyone. And it's great to me. All right, see you next time. See you next time.